Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hello, everybody, and welcome to How Did We Get Here, the only audio road trip podcast that is a podcast. And I'm here with Zach. Hi. Hey. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about the annual iridescence of rainbow capitalism, which uh, for us, it's June. It's probably July by the time you're hearing this. And uh, for those of you who don't know what rainbow capitalism, Zach, would you like to explain it? Do yeah. Do your duty as a straight cis white man? I'm glad to explain this in the best way that a straight cis white man can. Uh, you know how whenever you log on to the internet in June, there's this weird thing where, like, all the profile pictures have, like, this weird color effect on them, and it's all rainbowy. They do that for a reason. That's not just, like, a, an error or, like, a funny meme. Um, that's for Pride Month. June is Pride Month, and we got through another one. Um, and now we're in July, probably, when you're hearing this. And good Lord, uh, the companies are coming out harder and harder every year. It's mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy. So to kind of like sum up the negative rep of rainbow capitalism is that it's just a lot of exploitation of an already oppressed minority. (laughs) And, you know, like being gay is like just passable in today's society right now. Like it's it's better than it's ever been. But let's not act like it's great. (laughs) it, It really depends on where you are. And I think that's the big thing is that it depends on where you are located uh, in the country because the United States is not one country, but like five different ones, depending on where you live. And I think people don't realize that. I'll be honest, living in L.A., I kind of forgot homophobia exists. (laughs) And then I went back home to visit my family in Oklahoma and got called slurs on the street. So did you uh, really? Yeah, it happens, brother. Oh, man. Oh, that's tough. Do people wear cowboy hats in Oklahoma? Uh, I well, I grew up in the metro, so got you. Okay, not all the time, but I wouldn't like, you know, double take if I saw someone. Still slurs in the metro area, though. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. in that spot, that's oh, that's terrifying. Jeez. Dude. Yeah. So, th- yeah, I think you always have these brands, right? Who don't really do anything for the lgbt plus community like year round or honestly even in june right (laughs) like it's just a marketing plan it's the same thing as saying big macs are two buy one get one half off yeah it's the exact same thing or selling clothes with rainbows on them which is like oh i was just saying like a more year round comparison but yeah yeah for now like i'm saying their marketing plan for June is the same thing as putting a two for one whoppers in November. Yeah. 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 (laughs) 
It goes through the same string of people. It's on a calendar. Yeah, it's definitely on yeah. a marketing calendar somewhere. They're like, okay, June, we got to flip over the profile picture. All right, we got to act like we like the gays now. But you're not wrong about them not helping, and in some cases, yeah. actively harming. Like, there's yeah. uh, there's a tweet thread that I saw of a guy, and I don't know how accurate this is, right? It was on the internet. Um, but there's a tweet thread I saw of a guy who's listing a bunch of companies that have been very visible for Pride Month, like Verizon was one of them. Mm -hmm. Verizon gave nothing to any sort of politicians or anybody trying to help the cause, and in fact, maybe even have donated to people actively harming yeah. it. Yeah. And... I, I think people just don't really look all the way through on that stuff, myself included. Like, I'm not trying to be holier than thou. It's a, it's mm -hmm. it's something where I think people just see the rainbow like, oh, that's nice. Good for yeah. them. And that's just it. Yeah, I, I definitely do. I, I try to do what I can. Um, I try to work yearly with the Trevor Project for something. So sure. I, I can be holier than thou. I have my right. I did You're charity work. That. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm on a few spectrums. I feel like when you say that, it always sounds like autism. It does. Yeah, yeah. That's a, I, that's where my brain went. I was like, "Is he?" Oh, oh, I get it now. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sure. I meant like by error, ace, whatever. Who cares? Sure, sure. Um, but like, I don't know. I think I would love to spin this next topic by uh, just dragging companies and sure. just talk about our favorite examples of pride months hate uh, companies love yeah, making hate fun of companies brands love making fun of them <laughs> i think the the classic one is just making any food rainbow but i do like the juxtaposition of burger king's tweet of how women belong in the kitchen from a few <laughs> a year ago yeah and now they come out with uh pride month burgers and have you seen what Burger yeah. King Pride Month burger is? Yeah. Uh, if you guys haven't seen it, it's it's a, a Burger King burger, but it has a, a top bun and another top bun. So there could be two tops buns or two bottom buns, which just sounds like hell for the worker. That sounds obnoxious to be a, a Burger King employee trying to make the buns and you have to open mm -hmm. up a whole new pack. Yeah. And like, just spin this. If you know anything about the gay community, Two bottoms aren't supposed to go together in the first place. Yeah, that doesn't. That's not how it works. <laughs> You've got an issue there. I feel like it's it's more prideful to just give a normal burger. Just say the burger's gay. Yeah, the burger's gay now. There's a top and there's a bottom, and they love each other very you much. You don't have to put rainbow food dye on it. Honestly, if Burger King just came out and said this is the gay whopper with zero changes <laughs> to it. Honestly, that's like the most progressive thing you could make because like, hear me out. Think about it by putting, making it rainbow by changing how it functions. They're saying it's inherently different, right? Yeah. It's it's like those signs that try to be inclusive on like the bathrooms. It's like, we don't care who you, what you are. And it has like aliens and horses oh, and yeah, shit yeah, on yeah. it. And I'm just like, all right. So say someone's non-binary, throw them as a horse. I feel like that's not as inclusive as you think it is, right? No, I've seen that all the time where it's just like a man, a woman, and then like a dog. An, yeah, and an it, alien hey, holding a peace sign. Yeah, exactly. W what the fuck are you talking about? Why did you, who identifies with that is like, oh, you know what? I, <laughs> that's me right there. I'm it's, an alien. It's like, <laughs> I see where you're coming from. It's it's definitely an attempt to be inclusive. They're trying. Yeah. yeah. But 
I, I think, honestly, if Burger King just came out with, imagine, gay Whopper, gay Big Mac. That's hilarious. Yeah, but you have to, get, there's no regular Whopper. The, so I think people would be so mad if they're just like, for this month, the Whopper's gay. And oh, they just, true. Could you imagine the backlash? I ain't Personally, no gay I think burger. the Whopper and gay Whopper can coexist. <laughs> but I you think just serve them the same Whopper? Yeah, it's the same thing. But I just think that's funny. <laughs> it's that the is, most honest pride campaign you can have. Yeah. Like you, you have the normal Whopper on the menu, and next to it is you could also request a gay Whopper if you want. And they're definitely going to ask what's the difference, and then they're going to say there is no difference. And then somebody's life is going <laughs> to, yeah, exactly. Somebody's life is going to change. He's going to be like, oh wow. You know what? I, I think I'm spitting right now. I think I'm spitting. I think it's a pretty good thing. I, I feel like it would anger the first company to do this is going uh -huh. to draw so much fucking heat, dude. If you have yeah. a, a a Big Mac, but it's gay. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, but they're all the same on the inside. So why are we trying to act like they aren't? <laughs> have you uh, have you seen the Postmates thing? No. Oh my god. Uh, okay, so so I think this is rainbow capitalism. Maybe going a bit too <laughs> Wait, far. Hold up, I just want to interject with one tangent. Yeah. yeah uh, yeah. whenever Twitch a few years back wanted to do an LGBT plus post, uh, they said the G. And LGBT stands for gamer. Oh, I remember that. Anyways, go on. I forgot about that. And I remember people being like, no, it doesn't. It, de <laughs> it definitely does not stand for that. I'm positive it does. <laughs> what were they thinking? Uh, so Postmates, I mean, we're talking about rainbow capitalism, how companies could go further. This one might be a little bit too far, and I want to know what you think. Mm -hmm. um, so Postmates put out a tweet they have a new bottom-friendly meal plan. Uh-oh. And the idea is it is food specifically designed no, I for see where it's going. bottoms in a relationship that is mm -hmm. very easily to dissolve in water. For yep. You get what I'm saying. Yes, you, I do. You get, there's, there's not going to be a clogged pipe or anything. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's a little crass. I think it's a little too it's far, a maybe. Um the commercial itself is very like it's the bottom is like a peach and the other the top is like an eggplant and a dominatrix outfit mm. and like again i get what you're going for but I you're don't. presenting this shit like they're stereotypes and like yeah. it's very i don't it feels very condescending i just want to see people as a whole get to a point where we can divorce sexual orientation from sexuality from sex itself right yeah it's just because i i feel like a lot of people who uh i don't know i just feel like in the media and from everyone not on the inside of those circles mm -hmm. being gay is feels like such a sexual personality defining trait right and i think it's a bit egregious i think it's like you know how parents always say, like, oh, they're showing a gay couple kissing on screen? <laughs> and just, yeah. like, do you know how much, like, PG-13 media has, like, near full-on heterosex in it? Right. I, I feel like it's, it's... BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and 
starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I think a lot of it stems from the same gay panic that sort of existed in the past where it's just like this idea that showing it in, in, in any capacity leads to like hypersexualization. And I think there's this weird fetish fetishization of homosexuality where it's like, Oh yeah, that's what they're into between mm-hmm. grinder and uh, gay clubs and all this other, it's just sex all the time. It's just, yeah. that's all Which they ever we want. also have Tinder and straight clubs. Yeah. Which both sound way more boring when you put it that way. Right, but but that scene is normal, right? If you're yeah. just really into sex that way, maybe you're a pervert or you know a quagmire. But all yeah, gay people are that. That's feels what like thinking. in media, gays are just so much more perverted on on both sides of the spectrum. It's just like I don't know, right? Yeah, so odd to me. Yeah, it's it's it. I think it's just a weird. It's the same way, and and I'm I'm I don't forgive me for defending furries here, yeah. as I would never. You know, uh, forgive me for this, but I think people do the same thing with furries where like they're same probably 100%. Yeah, there probably is a large amount of the furry community that doesn't make it weird, but that's all anybody ever thinks of. Yeah, I think furry has become much more derogative than it needs to be. Right. Yeah. Um, It's like and I think there's such fear around saying anything close to those fields because of how people respond. Oh, dude, absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, okay, let's bring up the classic debate of Lola Bunny. Oh, you right? want to have this talk? You want to have this yeah. fucking talk? All I, right, I, I would love to. Talk. I love having this conversation. It's, this is, like, what I'm going to say is going to sound like the most closeted furry debate. Oh, no, let it let it ring, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with I, you. Let it ring. Yeah, I, like... You know, growing up, you see Lola Bunny. She she had she's hot. Lola Bunny. She's fucking hot, hot, dude. Yeah. And I think you can see this anthropomorphic creature and say, oh, it has very human feminine qualities. I find that conventionally attractive. Right. And 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 like the thing is, I don't know. It's more like to me, the square fits in the rectangle hole, but the rectangle doesn't fit in the square hole. You don't care about, like, the fluffy tail or the ears. It's just, yeah. like, she's got titties. It's like, oh, I want that. Like, that's the, yeah. And sometimes, like, every now and then, you might see something that peaks your fancy, but you don't want to comment on it because you know what's going to happen. Right, 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 right. Yep. Yeah. Dude, My favorite I- Pokemon is Absol. All four feet are on the ground, but for some reason, <laughs> people call me a furry over that one. Dude, I just like obnoxious. monochrome. Yeah. It, it's obnoxious because, like, I've I've said the same thing where Lola Bunny is not a rabbit. That's a woman. Like it is it is a full-on human woman who happens to have rabbit feature. How can you be mad at that for calling that hot? That's what she's designed for. There was a weird thing in the fucking 90s where they just had a bunch of those characters that were designed yeah. like actual fucking women. And it's like I, I I feel like the internet is so like I have a picture of my dog with him like laying down on the bed, which is very funny, but I don't, I can't fucking tweet or post it anywhere because everybody's going to be fucking weird about it. The yeah. internet is so weird. Internet's so weird. I'm trying to think of like, also, I mentioned this in a couple episodes ago, but I did not watch Roger Rabbit until like two months ago. 
But way it's back good. when, I just saw Jessica Rabbit, and I was like, you know, Zooey Mama, right? Right, and of course. And I remember saying something about Jessica Rabbit, and my whole chat blew up, like, calling me furry. And I guess, I was like, oh, okay, I guess I don't know the, <laughs> the whole context of that movie. I, I guess I, maybe she's a rabbit. I guess the name checks out. And then after watching it, y'all are just ignorant. She's literally not a rabbit. I think that just proves... The anti-furry propaganda that spreads yep. so wide is that I just say a character whose last name is Rabbit, and I, I'm getting called a furry. Yep, they've never seen the fucking movie. They just Imagine immediately jump to that. Bringing a, a girl home named Jessica Barksalot. That's her last name, <laughs> by the way. Like everyone would call you so weird, and she she's would probably be just so, a very nice woman. She would be so desperate to marry, though, to get rid of that last name. Miss <laughs> Barksalot is a terrible thing to be called. <laughs> That's so bad. You just sound like a Simpsons telephone gag all the time. I don't like that. That poor girl. Poor girl. She needs to marry. She'd be very jaded by the age of like 13. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> she gets called on in class. All of her teachers make fun of her every time without oh. fail. And they all think they're so clever. She prefers to go by Jessica B. Dude, I have the same fucking thing with uh, Candy Kong. Because, like, Kong. Candy Kong, uh -huh. she, you know, the hot Kong is yeah. just a hot lady who happens to be a monkey but has no monkey features, really. It's just, I don't get why, I don't know. People are so ready to jump the gun. And I think it's the same way that, like, there are a few shorthand jokes to make yeah. that are very easy, like short, bald. Um, I, I'm trying to think of other things that, like, if somebody does something, it's like a meme almost. It's it's yeah. comedy steroids. And it's like, oh, you think that otter is cute? LOL, you must be a fur. It's just like, come on, man. Let's, I think let's be adults. There's also, like, again, people need to divorce just the liking things from sex. Right, yeah. Because the same thing happens when, uh, you know, BNA is an anime. It's... It's a it's a furry anime more okay. or less, but it's directed by Trigger or made by Trigger, who's like my favorite anime studio. Okay, so I watched it. It's gorgeous, and the character designs are really cute. And but it's like I, the main girl is a is a little raccoon girl, and I'm like, ah, her colors are so nice. Her design's fun. She's cute, uh, and it's just like a cute design, you know? Right. And it's the same thing as just saying, oh, I like this character. Yeah, And people are like, furry. And I'm just like, oh. I, I think another thing that I don't think, okay, hear me out. Uh-huh. Anime is filled with underage characters. Absolutely, yeah. And There's a lot of that. I think it's so obscene. Not, them all being underage is a different conversation. Uh-huh. But what I want to talk about is how if you mention that you like a character, like, I love Kill a Kill. I love uh, Ryuka. I think she's mm. a super fun character. Awesome sure. black and red color palette. That's awesome. Um, and then, like, if I ever talk about Kill a Kill or say, oh, Ryuka's awesome, she's badass, whatever, it's it's always met with, you know, she's, like, 16, though. Oh, yeah. And yep. I'm just like, that's so fucking gross that that's that's Why is projecting. that where you jump to? Yeah, Why did that's you not jump a to me that problem. Person? That's a you that's a you issue. That's where your brain, dude. I did a video recently, so yeah. I, I have I I did a video with um, who's the character, Yoka? I forget her name, but she's Yoko from Gurren Lagan. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I'm doing I was doing Salty yeah, Bet. I'm watching 15, huh? Yeah, I'm watching Salty Bet one night. I'm like that character is bouncy because her sprite was 
Yeah. Very revealing. And uh, my editor ended up using her in the thumbnail, and I got, like, three people that DM me, like, uh, she's 14, she's 15. I'm like, okay, first off, how is anybody supposed to fucking know that? <laughs> I, you think I watched this bullshit? What the fuck? And second off, I'm not, what do, you, what do you want me to do? Like, I just yeah. don't, why is it sex first? The internet is so, and and I, I think it's a culture thing, because, like, I've noticed this, too. Um I, I I see a lot of articles on Kotaku that's just like, I don't know, they're talking about Luigi's bulge. And yeah. it's like, if an individual does that, it's one thing, right? If it's just like a person <laughs> or a content creator. If it's a thread on Twitter. Yeah, if it's a thread on Twitter and a fucking news outlet. It, it just, I don't know. Something about how sexual Leave the it internet is making Pat. everything. Let yeah, Matt let Pat him do, do that. He, let him put out a theory about Luigi's uh, genitalia if you want. Okay, well, you said it, not me. Like, I I just think, I don't have, I'm not, I don't really care if Kotaku does that, because I don't really think that's, like, the main issue. I think it's just, everybody just, I don't, it's, okay, I think it is. I'm just sick of everybody be being horny all the fucking time. I'm yeah. Just, I'm sick of it. I don't know if it's just me being biased, because this is the community I'm in, but I feel like it's just very prominent in, like, anime gaming communities and stuff sure. like that. Um. Like, uh, let's talk about Spy Family, right? It's a new anime just came out. Super fun premise. Um, it's like part thriller, part slice of life, whatever. Um, they, the, so it's like the dad is a spy and the mom is an assassin and neither of them know. Oh, like a, like a Mr. and Mrs. Jones or whatever yeah, it exactly. is? That's kind of neat. Mr. Okay. and Mrs. Smith, but the daughter That's what it is. Yeah. is adopted and she was like, experimented on and she can read minds so she knows the truth she's ah. the smartest one she has the most information and i think that's i don't really like children in media that much but i really like the daughter okay um, that's interesting. but what i want to say is this show comes out actually i read the manga first before the show came out I, I get to be one of those people sure and the i saw the mom and i was like what a what a fun design i like all the characters in it but i was like oh this uh assassin outfit that she has is very well made and then of course uh the anime comes out it starts reaching like mainstream success and everything and which you know i i want i want everything i like want it to, to be succeed. more popular i want it to succeed right but you like it's just every fan art cosplay is of her now right now yeah and it's, you know some more lewd than others and again i'm not hating on that because the one the best part about spy family is that the the I want to use the word milked, but I don't like that in this context. <laughs> uh, the the most used anime girl of the month is at least an adult this time. Yeah, sure. <laughs> at least the, there's it's appropriate in some yeah. way, so you don't want to dissuade it. Yeah, it's like it, there's a weird fine line of like, um, the legends are true. Overwhelming power, the sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Uh, like... It's bad 
when you will talk about how attractive they are and you know they're like 14, 15. Like in your defense, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In in Yoko, I don't think I, I get it. How are you supposed to know? But like, do you like them because they look young? That's a, that's the other debate. Oh, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, of that that I don't even want to get into that shit. It's just <laughs> that's so fair. As somebody on the outside, it is bizarre to me how obsessed the internet is with age. Yeah, 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 and 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 like I, it it just I don't know. The whole thing seems unhealthy from the outside but again i I, I, i'm not maybe i'm just it's an alien concept to me i don't know i think focusing on the age of like fictional characters is very bizarre to me right yeah i think because like you know like yeah let's care about the age of real people who you might interact with who you might date etc etc sure but if i feel like if you're talking about a fictional character it's pretty binary are they a minor are they not right because, like, if, you know, if a character is 19 versus 18 in anime world, why the fuck do I care? Right, yeah. And it gets weird because a lot of the characters in these Japanese media seem to be designed for sexualization, which makes yeah. it even, you know, it's just different cultures that, I don't know. It's it's a strange thing. You can even, like, push your glasses up as, like, some, you know, when some people go, like, um, actually, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, she's yeah. a thousand years old. And I'm just yeah. like, come on, man, that is a child. Yeah, I people really try to get away with the technicality. I don't know. Yeah, she's actually an ancient dragon that has reincarnated multiple times. Apparently, it's. I'm sure that's something they designed for. Um, yeah, our producer says that Disney apparently directly markets to furries. In Why are we sort surprised of the same by that? Way. Have you seen Zootopia? No, I was kind of surprised because I partially I was wondering like. Is this just an accident, right? Because, like, anthropomorphic animals aren't... Bro, like, our second episode was talking about how Goofy lays pipe. I guess so. I, but Goofy's not designed to be an attractive oh. design. Well, that's that's right? your decision. There's no way that there are Goofy fan... You think there's, like, a Goofy fan Tumblr community? <laughs> Zach? There's no way. Come on. You're deep down the Toontown rabbit hole. You've seen more than I have. I don't know. Look, if it's on the internet, it exists. <sighs> okay. It exists. I just I can't mean, imagine feeling that way about Goofy. How? Like, okay. So maybe 34, the Fox you know, from Zootopia. If it exists, but... there's porn of it. I understand sure. that. But what really convinced me that that was true was as soon as I learned about the Onceler. Yeah, dude. That was the most bizarre thing I had ever seen. If that one exists, anything can exist. I'm fully convinced. That was like a full community, too. That was like an yeah. army. I feel like he was in the right place at the right time, bro. I feel like the Onceler just like... He is such a Tumblr sexy man. Like, he I really is. Like, Timothy Charlemagne's uh, Willy Wonka, right up on that list, too. <laughs> like, they're... Okay, they're in the exact same boat. The Onceler yeah. and Timothy Chalamet. It's like a, uh, a, a, a thin eccentric like the warden from super jail it's like lanky, that kind l- lanky of, but feminine right feminine honest like un unthreatening unintimidating yeah. that kind of deal like i think there's something really appealing to that to you know a certain audience which may bleed over into like k-pop fandom i wonder like 100 percent, yeah and maybe it's the same thing that feels like boy band shit from like you know the early 2000s the instincts and backstreet boys there's like a certain archetype for sure I, I, I don't know enough about it, unfortunately. It's just, I can't believe the one slur fell into that bucket at yeah, some point. Yeah, for those <laughs> uninformed, 
to talk, well, what is the Dr. Seuss book? It's not. Uh, the Lorax. Horton hears it. Oh, it's the Lorax, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Onceler from the Lorax, uh, they, Tumblr liked him, and they didn't have anyone to ship him with because of the universe <laughs> in the Lorax. So after running out of options, they just decided to start shipping him with himself. Yeah. Yeah. As just the Onceler X Onceler. Like, there's now two of them in this fantasy world. The Lorax doesn't have, like, any characters, really. Like, yeah. even less so in the book. Like, the book has has two characters, maybe? Uh, mm -hmm. The movie, they had to add more, but there's no, like, love interest for the guy. Um, he exists in two different time periods. So Tumblr was just like, ah, oh, fuck it. Who do we make him love? We'll make him love himself. And then there's, like, this weird thing where, like, the one slur... honestly powerful. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I... 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 I it's human ingenuity, um, resourcefulness on the Tumblr's, Tumblrettes part, I guess. Yo, to come back to Dr. Seuss, you know what was the most woke piece of media he ever made? Which one? The Sneetches. <laughs> True. He was spitting on that one. <laughs> like, if only he could see the dawn of social media. I feel like that's, it's so bizarre to see stuff like that and, like, I read it in like 2008. You ever read stuff that you're like, "Oh my god, this is this has always been an issue and will never end." <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is fucked up. Uh, so, uh anybody that doesn't know about this, sneeches are a race of birds and half of them are born with a star on their belly and then half of them are not born with stars and the star ones think they're better than the other ones and then there comes a guy who makes a machine to put stars on bellies. And it's like, uh, it, it's, it could be a metaphor for, like, for a lot of things. A, yeah. It's, it's honestly a pretty deep rooted metaphor where yeah. you could say like, it's, it could even be like that machine could be affirmative action. Right. Right. Yeah. Could be affirmative action. Could be plastic surgery. Yeah. Could be just a race allegory. There's all kind like, and that's the thing is that it's so applicable that you could just, you could plug that in anywhere. Like, yeah, you could even say it's it's a verification badge on Twitter if you really want to. <laughs> a blue check mark. Yeah, they now open applications for your blue check mark. And then uh what happens is you know like the sneeches are like, well you're either born with it or you're not, you know? It's just you know, it's it's talent, baby. It's a gift. It's a gift. And then as soon as everyone else finds like synthetic ways to catch up mm -hmm. and to get the star, then the ones who had stars before no longer are pro equality. You know, yeah, like I think then they don't they get two? They want two stars. That's now. what it is. Yeah, 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 I forgot about that. Yeah. How do you feel about your blue check mark? I it's it's one of those things, like I don't think I want to get rid of it, but it definitely, I think, limits my shit posting ability. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel apologetic when I tweet something and it is seen by non-check marks who aren't in my sphere. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I have a feeling that they see it and they're like, oh, this fucking guy. And I want to be like, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I didn't ask for this. They just gave it to me. I, I didn't even want it. <laughs> I did ask for it. I'll be honest. And <laughs> yeah, I thought it'd be funny. Well, it, I think the time has passed, unfortunately. A, a few years ago, it would have been funny to see a blue check mark tweet some wild like shit posty shit, I think we're like 
in the year 2022, it's so old hat. We're used to it. Like, we've yeah. had brands do it. Lil Nas runs Twitter at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunny D is tweeting, like, I can't do this anymore. It's like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, why is everybody um, trying to be relatable? I, I think... Hmm, I'm trying to think, like, who really started it. I It was Wendy's Twitter. Was, yeah, Wendy's is the first one people think of, but... I, I think that they... It's a weird thing because Wendy's was just mean for no reason. They were just and then mean. Everybody got mean and everybody tried to do the Wendy's thing to varying levels of success. Yeah. Well, the Wendy's social media person left and then like the original one was a little witty with it. Mm -hmm. And then whenever they had they hired someone new, um, I'm sure they just probably got poached by a different company. Sure. And then they then they just started like being blatantly mean. Yeah. And it just, it doesn't hit as hard, I think. Uh, yeah, I think Sonic was <laughs> up there, too. I think, like, Sonic the Hedgehog Twitter, it was not, like, mean, but it was meme -y. Yeah. And I, I think, think Sonic, Sonic Twitter, was so good because he was, like, a part of the, the community. You know yeah. what I mean? Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Sonic's not verified. The brand is. Right. He's yeah, one of that, us. That's a really good way to put it. Sonic himself kind of has to be kind of shit posty and and and, mm -hmm. and irreverent. And I think that they really nailed that. And it was clear that the person like liked Sonic because they would just tweet about like, I don't know, uh Charmy the Bee. <laughs> yeah. And characters that aren't necessarily like brand safe or whatever. It was his, uh it was nice. His name was Aaron Weber and now he's like kind of like moved up to a bigger boy role in Sega. Really? Yeah. Um I had a friend named Alyssa who uh, from she was from back in Oklahoma, mm -hmm. and she was a massive Sonic fan. And she would explore, like, be on like Sonic forums and everything. Yeah, and that's how she met Aaron, like, as like years and years and years and years ago, uh -huh. because he was just posting on Sonic forums, and then Sega found him. That's crazy. Oh yeah, my God. and then then it got passed on to uh, my friend Katie, who she's the social media manager for Sonic now, and. She just said she accidentally just shit posted her role into the social media manager. <laughs> she just said she jokingly like applied and was like, I'm never getting this. Dude, that then, sounds terrifying yeah. for Sega to hit you up and to be like, hey, we want you to run the Sonic thing when you're when you're clearly fucking around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, she kills it now. I got to go to the Sega office, which was super cool because of her. And What's I got like? to pose with the the shadow holding a gun statue. <laughs> Wait, is you that the I'm one with him? About? Is that the one where he's holding it down? Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, I saw an image of somebody being executed by shadow a yeah, little well, while ago. I have ago. Yeah. my own now, which is great. <laughs> uh, and then I got gifted free shadow drip, which is awesome. Sick. Yeah, so I uh, had a great day at, at, uh, at the Sonic company. What's it like in there? Is it like... Nothing crazy. No, I, I I ask because like, have you been to the Nintendo headquarters? 
Uh, no. All right, I will tell you that experience in a second. Explain. They have their own gift shop. I know that much. They do. They do. Explain Sonic to me very quickly. Uh, it's just like your. I hate to say it, it's really boring. I mean, also okay. you have to realize. Um, I guess Nintendo's kind of similar, but you know they don't develop games here, right? Sure. Yeah. Like they're just they're the marketing just arm. social media marketing brand stuff. They handle toys. Uh, some animation goes through there. Sure. But uh, it's it's pretty much just like your typical office suite. It's super hidden. You know, it's just in like a your average office building. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I was curious because Nintendo was one of the most boring offices I'd ever seen. Yeah, um, it, was, it was like it had cool things to point at and be like, oh, look. But yeah, I, I also know that Nintendo is way more like things are hidden there. Yeah, dude. So I went there for... I, I actually commentated an ARMS thing, which is, you know, we love ARMS here. Um, Best game from June 2017 on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, we love June 2017 at that era of the Nintendo Switch hardware. Can't believe it. Um, yeah, so I went to the Seattle headquarters, which is like the main headquarters in of Nintendo and, and NOA, and I had to sign like a couple waivers. They had to give me a badge. Um, they had to track my position. I had to have an employee with me at all times. Mm-hmm. They do have a gift shop. And it's actually kind of sick. Um, they had exclusive stuff there. Yeah. And it's very cheap. Um, huh. Yeah, which is awesome. I, I I don't know if it's just like prototypes that like never got out the door or whatever. They have games you could buy that are cheap. Their cafeteria is Mario Kart themed, but only in the sense that there's like one big banana peel and one green shell. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's it. And it's like the E3 things, you know, like the big uh, plastic whatever. Uh, and, and and I think there's also like a museum thing where like there's a big thing in the center of the room where mm-hmm. you can look at all the old systems. And their their conference rooms are like, let's go into the Yoshi room. There's the Bowser room, like that kind of thing. Um, but I don't I don't know if they actually call them that because I feel like. <laughs> None of the other, nothing else of the company screams fun to me. So I feel like they're just, they yeah. probably have internal names for it. Room yeah. 301, you know? If I can uh, pivot off this real quick, I just yeah. saw something very funny. Yeah. Um, I posted it in our little Discord channel. Sure, sure. Let me see. Uh, there's a Barbie movie coming Dude, out. Dude, yeah. And you got Margot Robbie as Barbie and Ryan Gosling as Ken. And look, I'll say it. Phenomenal casting. <laughs> He's so hot, dude. He really is. I, I, I never really thought that Ryan Gosling would be able to do Ken. Yeah. Because he doesn't look like a Ken in my mind. But... No, he's not like Chad attractive, you know? he's Right. He's a little fruity. And I think Ken is a little fruity. Yeah. But, but Ryan Gosling Dude wears is, pastels has... and denim jackets. Yeah. I've always thought that Ken was more, uh, maybe a bit beefier back in the day, but maybe mm-hmm. I'm wrong. Uh, but no, dude he, had no penis. He he definitely had no penis, but Barbie had no discernible sex traits either. So you know, let's yeah. not let's not uh be discretionary here. Uh, discretionary, be di- discriminatory, homophobic. That's homophobic. That's the word. Definitely the word I was going for. Uh, no, this is a great shot. I don't know how people are going to stand an hour and a half of Barbie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like you can just make it some very like unrelated plot because 
People are going to see it for the Barbie, not for the story. Do you think it's like one of those plots where it's not about the universe? It's a, like a Lego movie kind of thing where it's like somebody gets sucked into the world of Barbie. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a girl loves her Barbie toys. and I have no clue. Mm. I'll be honest. I With movies like that, I just go in blind and hope for the best. Because uh, here, wait, what was this one door? Uh, yeah. A while back, do you remember the live-action Dora film? Yes. Yeah, like the Indiana Jones type. Or like did you Uncharted. watch it? No, I did not. Shit was funny. Really? I, I think... Like actually? Yeah. I I think, like, the first half of the movie... I do think it, like, trails off towards the second half. But the mm. first half, genuine, like, lots of laughs out of me. <laughs> okay. Like, they have... They showed Dora as a kid, and her parents are, like, exploring, like, uh, rainforest and everything. So they, like, live in a hut and whatnot. Okay. And the movie starts with, like, Kid Dora's like, do you see the butterfly? And the parents are like, who the fuck is she talking to? I think she's deranged. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, like, such a simple joke, but it's... They roll with that. You know, they, they show her backpack that can hold everything, and she goes to school, and it's, like one of those things where she doesn't really know how normal people are supposed to interact. Sure. So comedy is guaranteed. Like fish out of water type deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she goes to a big city college with her cousin Diego. Okay. And uh, Let's go Diego. Big let's, fan of Yeah, Diego. go Diego, go. And uh, yeah, she just brings her backpack to school and the security guard is like, oh, metal detector went off. Let's check it out. And then he just pulls out like an arsenal of various weapons and firecrackers and maces. <laughs> and it, it's just like, I don't remember a lot of the other jokes because it's been years since I've seen it. But I do remember leaving that and being like, why was that good? Yeah, they didn't have to do that. Yeah, they could have they could have just coasted and made it yeah. not as good. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's 6.1 on IMDb, 85 on Rotten Tomatoes, 63 on Metacritic. All things considered, I feel like that's way higher than you'd expect. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel was like it? Rotten Tomatoes has been way higher for a lot of movies lately. Yeah. I, ever it wasn't, since it became a marketing thing. It wasn't anything like mind-blowing, but it was sure. definitely a fun film. Better than you would expect for like a, yeah. a kid's show thing. What about uh, Joker 2? You hear that? Those rumors? Dude, I don't believe it. I, I Okay, so <laughs> apparently Joker 2 is set, it might be a musical or is a musical, in case you guys don't know. I think it's more like a baby driver like there's music in the movie but joker himself is not singing you know what i mean i feel like it's gonna be like a not a jukebox musical i'm trying to think of the right term for it but like there's a lot of licensed music that is played in it that sets the tone and is the period you know what i I mean i thought that is a jukebox musical is it not i think jukebox musical is more like i think in a jukebox musical the characters themselves are singing I don't think oh, Joker, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think Joker's going to be singing, but I gotcha. feel like Joker will be like, I don't know. Joaquin Phoenix is like rampaging down the New York street with like LaGrange Singing playing. jukebox hero. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just something, you know? I don't know. <laughs> LaGrange would be a funny one too. Yeah. I, it's got to be like a 70s or like an early, because like that's the time period. Did you I just, I don't know. hear the other rumor regarding that movie? No. Uh, Lady Gaga might be cast as Harley Quinn. <laughs> what? What? Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I don't think it's confirmed, but that sure is interesting. I'm chewing on it right now in my head, and I, I don't think I like the taste. Um, she's weird enough for it. She, I mean, she'll. I think she might be too weird, though. I I feel no. like she won't give. I don't know. Uh, that's a weird one. It is a weird one. I okay. So let's say Joker Two is a musical. Like, let's say they lean into it super hard. Right? Oh, then Lady Gaga is perfect, right? Yes, she could actually. Yeah, but that's not what I want to talk about. Uh-huh. I wish. I desperately wish they kept their clo- like their cards much closer to their chest because I oh, think like it would have been yeah. absolutely hilarious if nobody knew it was a musical going into it. And you just go into the theater and, and Joaquin yeah. Phoenix is breaking out in a song and go, what the fuck is this? Like the first song, you'd kind of be like, oh, that's weird. And then the second song, you go, huh, I wonder if they're going to keep doing this. But by the third one, you go, is this a musical? <laughs> I think the first one you would be like, oh, this is like in the first movie where the girlfriend isn't real. Like this is yeah. happening in his head. He's not actually singing, blah, blah, blah. And then Lady Gaga's singing as Harley Quinn. You're like, wait a minute. This is <laughs> something's off here. I always hope, wish that movies would be more secretive. Uh, yeah, I feel like I feel the same way about everything. Yeah. Like I, I, I saw 10 Cloverfield Lane. Have you seen that one? <laughs> yeah. Very good movie, but they don't tell you anything what it's about in, like, the trailers or anything. And I loved it because of that. Because that shit just, like, it's very tense. It's a very small movie, very contained. And if you don't know anything about it going in, it's way better. Ending kind of sucks, but it was good. I hate those movies. It's typically, like, I hate holiday films, man. Like, (laughs) every, not just, like, like the big ones that stand the test of my time. I don't just inherently hate them because they're holiday films. Yeah. I hate the films that are made because they want to sell a holiday film, you know? So we're talking about like, hmm. I don't to think remember of what, you're going for here. what it was. I think, okay, I do. I don't remember any of the other actors in this film, but uh-huh. I do remember um, it was a girlfriend bringing her boyfriend home for Christmas to uh-huh. her very wealthy family. Okay. Uh, her dad was Brian Cranston and her boyfriend was James Franco. Like, these films okay. are all just some bullshit, happy ending holiday film with mild comedy, and sure. they just get like two or three prolific actors to make it sell. Yeah. And it's and just a formula. No one's going to talk about the movie the next year or even in January. No, it's a movie that you see to get into the spirit or sometimes just a movie to go on Netflix. I feel like there's been a yeah. lot more of that, just like seasonal films that are designed to just like, Oh, well people will watch this during the time. Yeah. What's nice about Netflix is that you can just keep pumping them out every holiday season. Like you can keep rehashing those same ones you've already posted. Just yeah. take it off for eight months, put it back on when holiday season comes. It's the same thing as seeing like hearing Christmas music in October in Walmart. <laughs> How is Netflix getting all this fucking money, bro? Like, there's like a new show or movie every day. It's insane. Yeah. I, I I know that they're hurting now. They're starting to go down the the, the toilet. But yeah. like, Jesus, man. 
I think Netflix was thriving so hard because they were just so far ahead of everybody. Like, sure. I remember when they first, I think Orange is the New Black or House of Cards. I think those mm-hmm. were like the first two Netflix originals. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was those. I two. remember just hearing about those and I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I, I just thought, I, I just remember being like, you don't start shows on streaming sites. Like, I just remember being like a little confused. I was like, well, that's going to flop. Yeah. You know, well, it also seems like a conflict of interest. It's like, oh, well, yeah. they would just promote the hell out of that. And then the shows were like pretty good. And people were like, oh. Okay, yeah. well. They got really lucky those two shows were good. Yeah. If a they put out a shitty one. With Kevin Spacey. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if lucky or is that the right Kevin word. Bacon? Is that- it was Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey? Yeah, okay. One of my favorite actors, by the way, which just, fuck, man. Like, I said unlucky for Kevin Spacey, by the yes. way. Yes, yeah, oh, I know. Yeah, we- Okay, okay. <laughs> just- <laughs> Well, lucky at the time because he's a, he was a good actor. It was lucky that he worked yeah. on the show. Unlucky in hindsight because the guy's a fucking, you know, he's a piece of shit. But you know what's insane? I uh, did I, you watch the last season of it? No, but I did. I didn't I, either. <laughs> she killed him, right? Yeah, the whole last season is a murder mystery. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's about like who killed who Frank killed? Underwood or whatever. Yeah, the guy who was a pedophile in real life. <laughs> Who we are not mentioning their name. I don't know if they do or not. I didn't watch it. Did you see him try to come back? No. You didn't see his comeback thing? He put out this weird monologue on YouTube about like, I don't know even how to describe it. It was him in a kitchen preparing food. But he's like, he's not even promoting anything. Like, hey, check out my new book or my new film Mm -hmm. or whatever. He's just like, this weird tension of like, now, you know I did a bad thing, but you know you want me back. I'm the only person that can do what I do. I'm the only person that treats you right. And everybody's like, whoa, Kevin, lay That's off a crazy. little bit. Yeah, you have to watch it, dude. It's I, fucking insane. I, will. I love shitty apology videos like that because I think right from the get-go, you know, I've watched, I think you and I, we've watched our fair share of apology videos. We've read our fair share of apology twit longer. Sure. And if anyone is ever listening, Look, this is not just creator advice. This is personal relationships advice. If you're ever going to apologize for something, address what you're apologizing for. Like, it might be PR to just, you know, not mention it, shake it under the rug. But I think it's, personally, I just think it's near impossible to hold actual accountability for someone who's not even acknowledging the wrong thing they did. Like, I think so many people would be like, about that thing I did. Or you guys want me back. No one could do it better than me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and you don't actually say what happened because you yeah. don't want to introduce a new audience. Exactly. To what happened. Yeah, yeah. I think that's generally the the play if you're trying yeah. to, to run uh, damage control. I, I get it. I do see the ap- appeal of it. Appeal? It's just, <laughs> I, yeah. I, as someone who it's could a be in, a, in hot water. I just think long term, uh, the truth is usually better. I guess unless your truth is entirely incriminating, then it's probably not. Yeah, may, might be better to lie in that case. Yeah. If you you know if you really want to come back, but you did something horrific. Um, yeah, I I I don't. I think it's a is there's an element of shame where you don't want to actually admit it. 
I no, think that's it's also entirely what it is. Yeah, or you don't want to introduce new people to it. Like, oh, I heard Kevin Spacey got in trouble. It, probably just people being sensitive, blah, blah, blah. And you just say about what I did, whatever. Mm-hmm. I hate apologies that make it all about them. I yeah. hate that shit. Keep it like a, a paragraph. Dark place. I was in a um uh yeah, I know I feel you. I I can't stand that shit. It's it's pretty tough. I don't know. I I Kevin Spacey was one of my favorite actors, but uh a few years ago, a long time ago, I guess now. Yeah. Um he used to film stuff in DC. Yeah. Uh it might have been for House of Cards, I don't know. But um my wife does a lot of theater around here. And she knew some people that were extras on the show or like had, you know, worked mm-hmm. um, along with him. And she knew like two or three guys that had stories about Kevin Spacey uh, asking them to come back to his room or something or trying to get a drink or something in like not even not friendly ways. You know what I mean? Just the same Leonardo DiCaprio style stuff that we talked about on yeah. a previous show, but even more menacing. And it's one of those things where you hear those stories and you're like, okay, maybe, I, I guess so, whatever. But after you hear a couple of them, it starts to get alarming. And then the story breaks and you're like, oh, that was real the whole time. Oh, Jesus. That's fucked up. I, yeah. We've been stuck on this Kevin Spacey uh, We thing have. For a He's while, really but... occupied a lot of this episode. Uh, I, 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 he's one of my favorite of actors. Netflix. Sorry. Yeah, that shit does suck, honestly. Oh. Uh, um, yeah, so if we want to keep on talking about Netflix, actually, I could one spend a whole thing, episode talking one, about this one. Uh-huh. One, one quick thing, really fast. I think this is very interesting and kind of cool. So the person uh, directing the Barbie movie is Greta yeah. Gerwig, uh, who also How made... I know that name? Uh, she was, she's an actress, but a director, a writer. She also yeah. did Lady Bird and Little Women. So That's what this it is, is yeah. Yeah, so she's like a, this is like a feminist thing. Yeah, I was going to say, sounds like a real feminist piece then. And I kind of like the idea of Barbie as a feminist icon. It's being like reclaimed. Yeah. Because you remember in the 90s, it was a whole like, you know, she's not, she's not trying to better herself and she's just trying to be pretty and she has no intelligence. Yeah. Blah, blah. This is kind of cool. It's kind of nice. Yeah, it's such like a catch 22, right? Like it's, it's, oh, women don't just have to be pretty, but just because they're pretty doesn't mean they're not smart or strong. Right, 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 right. You know, like, it's it's such a difficult bridge to navigate. God, sounds hard. I think as guys, you just don't navigate it at all. You just let women yeah. do it. Like, <laughs> they can determine the messaging because guys are going <laughs> to I think that's the easiest way, yeah. Yeah. Be an ally by shutting the fuck up. Yeah. I'm, Normalize I, shutting the fuck up. Yeah, I'm not going to make the Barbie movie. <laughs> Why would I do that? That's like... But if we make a Tonka truck musical, ladies, get the fuck out of the way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's my. Yeah, that's shit. the boys' room. That's for men, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, we're an ally. You're right. <laughs> so, okay, I I really do think I want to save this topic for next episode. I'd sure. love to talk about this in great detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, you and I love reality shows. Tease it, bro. But are you aware of what Netflix just announced? Uh oh. A brand new reality show called Squid Game The Challenge. Yeah. Which I think misses the point of Squid Game entirely. <laughs> BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy 
and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's a little dystopian. It's a little, uh, it's a little, um, how do you put it? It's, it's fiction or reality is stranger than fiction. The fact And I just want to say Mr. Beast did it first. I feel like Mr. Beast doing it what is what made them do it. Like I feel like seeing yeah. him do it and seeing it pop off and be like, "Well, we're a fucking multi-million dollar studio. Surely we could do that too. It's our property." Yeah. I think it's also fucked that okay, when you think of game shows, the winner gets like $10,000 or something. It's 4.56 million dollars. Yeah. And like that's not just life-changing money. That's like you're done money. Yeah, that's generational wealth. Yeah, you can just invest that and be good for the rest of your life. You don't have to work again. Yeah. that. I, but I think that's like the... That was the point of the show, right? Is that yeah, you get an absurd yeah. amount of money and then you're set. Which I guess is kind of but cool, but Netflix also... is in the red and had to cut several employees' salaries and it just went to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say, they've been hurting. Like, they have not been doing great. Um, They've been kind of bleeding money lately. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Squid Game kind of saved Netflix. You know, I never really thought of that. That's a good point. It I might feel sound like they, a bit hyperbolic, but no, it's no, possible. No, no, I think so, because like they haven't had a big, like a huge hit since, like, what, Bird Box? Which even that was more... Yeah, mild. In the bots. A lot of that was, like, generated, apparently. I would through, say Black Mirror. You know? That's a that's a Netflix original, right? Um. Yeah, but that was a while back, right? That was a long yeah, time ago. I've... I've never watched Black Mirror. Every time people complain about technology, I always just say, oh, it's like that one Black Mirror episode, and they just nod and agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm also convinced no one else has watched it, or it's much more vague and ambiguous than I expected. The sh- It's a good show, but it's literally just like, bro, computers are crazy. That's like the whole show. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. just, well, bro, what if a computer... um came to life it's like whoa <laughs> what was that one show a while back oh it, it was like six episodes and they'd randomize the order for every single person who watched it i don't know what are you talking i don't remember about? oh i do not remember they've randomized the order like different um, episode orders oh love death and robots i've never heard of that um, it was an adult animated anthology streaming, blah, 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 to Miller streaming on Netflix. And it consists of standalone episodes that contain different narrative and animation, uh, blah, blah, blah. A genre, they have diverse genres from comedy, horror, science fiction, fantasy. And yeah, it's just, uh, I guess there's 15 episodes. Okay. Uh, uh, there's three seasons, but anyways, um, Yeah. It's uh, just, it's randomized. I think they go for like the algorithm of what you like and kind of tailor it for at the start. I think, I think, but it's, they want to get you hooked. So they give you the episodic uh, episode that just piques your fancy. Huh. Okay. Because think I, about that, like Tom and Jerry, you know, you don't need to watch episode three to get episode four. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of neat. I feel like more shows should do away with serialization or is that what it's called i think that's what it's called where it's like the episodes actually tie in together yeah as opposed to like you know just being their own self-contained you things. have to watch episode three to get episode four and so on and so forth 
Yeah. I mean, that's the thing on YouTube, too. I feel like yeah. people have gotten away from... It used to be on YouTube, you would see, like, here's Binding of Isaac, part 987. It's like people yeah. won't watch the 986 others, but if you just say it's a normal thing, you know? Yeah, especially when it's a roguelike and it doesn't matter. Like, I, I yeah, kind yeah. of get why some people might do it for episode 29 of Pokemon. Like, right, I, right. I can see that. I still don't think it's good practice just for the YouTube platform. Right. But I can see why you might do it and feel it, even, like, obliged to do so. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I'm totally think, down to talk about Squid Game next episode. Yeah, I, I really want to talk about it. Because I think it's so funny and dystopian. And it's just it's just so tone deaf. I'm trying not to talk about... Like, there's the whole fact that the guy shopped around Squid Game for, like, 12 years or whatever. Yeah. And nobody ever bought it, which is insane. Right? Like... Oh, Especially, man. like, 12 years of studios just kicking... Like, punching the air right now. <laughs> Paramount, uh, Hulu... Prime video, just everybody passing up on him. And now Netflix yeah. has the phenomenon. Look, I get it. I see, you know, people say like, good on him for always following through. But no, dog, way. I, I would have given up. Yeah, That's no so way. disheartening. I would have been like, bro, this idea sucks. <laughs> yeah, I got to think of something else. But again, I think we talked about this on an episode a long time ago. We did. Yeah. Dude, battle royales are such a safe bet. Mm hmm. They really I think are. Squid Game needed to wait until Battle Royales became mainstream. After like Hunger Games and shit. Yeah, 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 Hunger Games was the first domino. Yeah. Well, I guess Battle Royale was probably the first domino, but <laughs> yes, that was of not in the same that that feels like its own domino. The first mainstream domino. The first yeah, domino yeah, yeah. with the spotlight on it. You know, maybe some were sitting in the wings, but this yeah. one had a whole light on it. Yeah, there's a, it, it was a domino, but it knocked over Hunger Games, which is like an encyclopedia, which is like a book. Yeah. And then that knocks over it. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, sure is sense. a book. And on that it note, sure ding, ding, ding. How <laughs> did we get here, Zach? We talked about homophobic, not really homophobic brands, but brands they're, that are trying to be inclusive. They're trying to varying degrees. By the way, look up that Postmates commercial, you guys. It's oh, we also insane. didn't even talk about Chipotle's homo estas. Right, dude. So you guys, the one of the main reasons we did this is I I got an email from Chipotle like <laughs> check out our '90s outfits, and I was like, oh, that's a pretty cool windbreaker. What's this? And it's like a gay burrito where it's a burrito wrapped in rainbow tin gay. foil. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool, man. But that homostas look is nuts. i'm on honestly i think i'm straight spitting when it comes to gay whopper i think if you make it the <laughs> same as a whopper you are making such a loud political statement that will go over the heads of so many people you actually might change some hearts and minds too i really think so yeah some people think, are really gonna have their eyes opened i i it sounds so stupid but i think to really normalize it and be the the progressive ally Burger King is trying to be with tweets, hit tweets such as women belong in the kitchen. Just kidding. They say um, <laughs> the crazy, by the way. Yeah. That's, a, that's just, okay. To fill you in on that one, Burger King, <laughs> it was like, uh, I don't even remember what it was. There was a reason why they shouldn't have said that it was like national women's was, history month. Yeah. I think it was women's history month or like a day or something. I think yeah. It was, it was something, month, but yeah. And Burger King tweeted out, Women belong in the kitchen. Second tweet in the thread. 
is what most people think. But we here at Burger King are trying to employ women. Apply now. I think it wasn't even that. I don't think it was like, uh, is what I would say. I think it was like women belong in the kitchen. Next tweet. If they want to be. Oh, like, yeah, what? that's what it was. It was what does it that was like, even mean? Anybody women could have be the anywhere. choice to be in the kitchen. Yeah, it's so fucking. Where did that even, I guess, uh, kind of spitting, you know? I, yeah. uh, so rainbow uh, capitalism, st- stop number one. Uh, stop number two, we talked about anime for a little bit. We sure did. Uh, just how uh, people are weird. Yeah, just characters. the over sexing oh, of the world. Lola furries Bunny's hot. Lola Bunny mm-hmm. is hot, and it's not even a rabbit thing. She's just a woman. Um, With a tail who happens at bunny ears. Yep. Look, if an attractive woman puts on bunny ears, is she still an attractive woman? That's literally a Playboy bunny. That's Point not... in case? Exactly. Yeah, that's silly. Um, furries and then Barbie, I think. I think furries have too bad of a rep for no reason. I think right. it's just fear of the unknown. Um, and then uh, Barbie for a little bit. I th- I think there was something in the middle, but I don't know what um, it is. I can't. I don't remember. know. I'm a little little rough this episode. Went to Barbie. Uh, we talked about Joker. Ran over to Joker. Ran over to Netflix. Other movies. Lady Gaga. Who might We're be talking about like Quinn. House of Cards, Orange is the New Black, Squid Game. How do you feel about Margot Robbie as Bar? I know you're a Margot Robbie fan. I'm curious. I like her. I think she's a phenomenal actress. I like her as an actress. I don't think she's a Barbie. What? I don't think she's a Barbie, bro. I think I mean, she's absolutely a Barbie. No, I think she's too fun to be Barbie. I, think, I know Barbie's supposed to be fun. I think you're thinking of like Harley Quinn. I am. You're right. I I think I'm 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 putting her in a box, and maybe I don't. I haven't seen her in I a think, lot of other stuff. Because I think that's so good on her for becoming that fun character. Because I think in her early career, she was too typecasted as hot and pretty. Yeah, because we talked blonde. about the Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of bit. Wall Street, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I think for her to be able to be Harley Quinn was so good to add, like, like a counterweight to her image. Sure. Where she can be fun and zany, wacky, insane. And then now she gets to go kind of back to it and be, like, the blonde, prissy feminist icon and be Barbie. You know, like, I, I think it makes sure. perfect sense. I'm here for it. I'll I'll definitely check it out. I'll give her a shot. I trust her as an actress. I just, for me, Barbie is more a, uh, I don't even know. I don't, I don't even know if you could do an actress now because I'm thinking like Cameron Diaz or like a, not like a Drew Barrymore. I'm trying to yeah. think. Also, of- I think Ryan Gosling uh, being uh, like, um, Ken. Just Ken. I think it's so surprising because when he got casted in the notebook, uh, he got casted because he wasn't conventionally attractive. Really? Yeah. That's stupid. <laughs> I, I think they, well, they said like, you know, a lot of like men in like these romance novels are very like tone, muscular, bigger kind of, sure, yeah. kind of guys. And they went with Ryan Gosling because they were like, oh, he's attractive in a weird way. And I think it's, it's it's like not the same, but you know how some people find Pete Davidson attractive? Right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I think, hear me out, because everyone might be listening, be like, Ryan Gosling is such a good looking guy. I, I think The Notebook was such an impactful book slash mm, film for sure. what women found attractive that when you slot Ryan Gosling in that, it shifted that one piece of media shifted standards of attraction is my my belief. I think he just got more attractive. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, when you're rich and famous, that'll just happen. Uh, yeah, because I'm looking at it now, and you're right. As I'm looking at this, I'm just like, yeah, he's okay looking. Like, he's he's not a bad looking guy. He, he has to clean up a little bit, but like, he's in a notebook. Yeah, in the note. Like, yeah. I, I just looked up Ryan Gosling notebook, and like, he's not like stunning. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's fascinating because, like, now that you pointed it out, it's like, He's the same guy under there, but what does Hollywood do to like? <laughs> yeah. How do you become what he is now? What's I going on? I think the on? short answer is money. You think so? But it's not think, like it's not like surgery, though. Is it just like no, having no, the I ability think, and time to like work out and and care about your yeah, appearance? And because I think for me, like it became way easier for me to care about my health whenever I started having money. I can sure. pay for a personal trainer. I can pay for someone to meal prep i i can yeah yeah, yeah i yeah. can pay for gym memberships and not have to worry about it i can just have an at-home gym you know yeah like yeah. it's money i think is the biggest thing also it's just like if you want beauty products even just like makeup or just like skincare routines like sure. it's just money helps in all of this and also he has a band did you know that no I didn't yeah know ryan that. gosling he's a singer guitarist of dead man bones Oh, I always feel weird when I hear about an actor having a band that I've never heard of. I'm like, is yeah. it is it not good? Is it just their I like acting's it. better? I'm kidding. Like, I do like it, by the way. Okay. All I right. think. Well, if it's good. Yeah. All right. Anyways, uh, we're just going to wrap it there. Yeah, we're, and... we're a little bit over. We'll see you guys next time. Yeah. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. Haha. <laughs> Bye. How Do We Get Here is produced by Deanna Gallen, Jacob Rabin, and Zach Zeeks. Our theme music is composed and performed by Garrett Williamson, and our engineer slash audio producer is Justin Asher. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.